thing, you know, we're in the business of going fast and so are the teams and, um, you know, they, they push it to the absolute limits and sometimes over it and that, that's what happens. And the full credit to Shane, you know, he just, just merged into the, into the family as if he'd been there all along. I was embarrassed for that race to restart in Tasmania. Dumb shit like that, that just isn't acceptable. From the racetracks across Australia, out here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock reporting on a big week in the supercars calendar. That is the countdown to the series starts and all the teams in the series are launching their cars, their liveries and in some cases their new setups within those teams such as Phil Monday and his Red 23 moving across to join with Tickford Racing. Anyway... Kick off the uh, week on Inside Supercars, we've got first of all the Erebus launch. We were fortunate enough to uh, attend that launch in Federation Square in Melbourne and to meet up with the various players involved in it, that being the team manager, Barry Ryan, lead driver, Dave Reynolds, and the rookie who came through and showed some great skill last year in Anton Di Pasquale. We also caught up with Will Brown, who was sharing the 99 car in the Penwright Erebus team. All right, well, those interviews will start the show, followed by DJR Team Penske and their launch. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot. It, you know, through the years, a lot of reference this race is one of our majors. 600 miles around here is no easy task. Uh, we were able to beat the two levels to the boys and, uh, and meet Anthony Begley in the final, which uh, we were able to do after, um, take the win off him. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for the uh, Raptors and the family. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. We're here with uh, Barry Ryan uh, for the launch of the Penwright brand with Erebus. Uh, He's had his co-drivers here and his drivers. Uh, Great day for you, Barry. Yeah, it was a really good turnout and um, really positive uh, feedback from everyone here. Uh, the launch of Penrite Racing is, is part of Erebus. Well, one of the fantastic things was you finished fourth in the championship last year. You had a really strong year. You had a, a, a new young driver who you introduced and he showed masses of speed. And yeah. Top tens, a number of those. Uh, you must be very encouraged, the continuity of the crew. Yeah, the way Dave finished the year, obviously, with the last five rounds, we got four poles and three wins or whatever it was, something like that. And um, Anton finished real strong. And, you know, we, at the 12-hour, Dave comes straight back out and proves that his confidence is up there, the way he qualified there second. So, yeah, we're looking forward to a big start to the year. Like Dave should have won at Adelaide last year. He proved that to himself um, on what he did in the back of the year and um, Anton knows now every track confident he can bounce out and be fast so yeah One of the great things for your team was that you came along with uh, the same as everyone else in the Commodore last year with a new car new balance not new engineering but a whole new setup to sort out Yeah. and you showed that very early on and throughout the year that you had that that must have been very encouraging to your very small engineering group Yeah it was good Al and Mirko and 
you know, just our group, we work so close together on it and with our theories and ideas and it's, we keep it fairly simple, we've said that a lot and um, we ignored the ZB at the start of last year and we just continued where we finished 2017 and just, it was a different car, slight different balance change but we really didn't have to reinvent the wheel, we, we picked it up pretty quick and learnt what the ZB liked over the old car and and it wasn't reinvented the wheel. It was um, fairly minor things, and I think that's where where we sort of stayed strong. And same this year, we've got the same car. So we know every track last year where we were a little bit weak, we really improved it by Sunday. So this year we're going to start Friday strong, and then by Sunday, hopefully, you know, we'll be winning races more consistently. Okay, all right. So what are the things that you think you need to do? I mean, okay, get get quicker earlier. Yeah. Um, but were there any fundamentals that were, you know, in the team? I mean, pit stops were a problem a few times. Yeah, pit stops. We we upgraded our equipment around Darwin last year. We we invested heavily in that, and that made a big difference. Just reliability and the wheels always coming off and not you know one top being tight and you got to have all four wheel guys finishing at the same time. And we weren't able to do that, and it was mainly equipment. So we fixed that. Um, that made a big difference to the crew's confidence, knowing that their equipment was good enough to do it, so there was no excuses. They had to perform. So, and yeah, we, we've um, got a bit, had a bit of work to do on tyre temperature, especially front tyre temperature and brake cooling. And we've developed a new upright that's going to help us. See you, buddy. See you when I get back to you in Adelaide. Yeah, Sorry cool. for interrupting. Have fun over there. Yes. Be careful. Oh, Sorry, Sam. What could go wrong in the middle of the paddock at the Daytona 500? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've developed a new upright, which is going to make a difference to brake cooling, which makes tyre temperature difference in the front. It means you can follow a car for longer. Where last year, following a car, we'd catch them real quick, and then if you sat behind them too long, everything overheats and you can't pass them. So we just need to make some little gains there for our race pace. But um, that's designed all Designed by your own engineer. Yeah, yeah designed in-house, fully designed in-house. Yep. Um, made, made by a guy in Mount Gambia. Um, one of uh, James, our fabricator's friends, he's bought some new machinery to do it, and he's been a great supporter of us. So, you know, with the IP stays safe with us, but yep. yeah, it's, it's good. And we, again, we haven't reinvented the wheel; we've just made it nicer. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to uh, being down at Phillip Island on Thursday and seeing your cars roll out. I mean, the terrific thing is that you've got the continuity of crew as well as drivers and yeah, uh, that's yeah. something worthwhile having yeah we only had one crew member leave at the end of last year and he was a design guy that a junior design guy so it's not, it wasn't a big loss everybody's a loss but you know, it hasn't really affected the way we're going to roll into pit stops and all that sort of thing alright well thank you to Barry Ryan team manager of uh, Pernwright Erebus team so I'm here with Dave Reynolds he's just been part of the launch of the 2019 Penwright Erebus team. Yes. It's a, a wonderful new year. You've had yep. your break. Yep. You've been away? I've had been away, yeah, but looking forward to getting into it. Um, you know, we, we come down here for Federation Square for the launch, and there was a big turnout. Uh, the, our team's done a great job to put it all together. The cars look fantastic. All the suits and stuff look amazing. And I'm just ready to get on, get on board and get it going. You've got a very big week coming up for you. Uh, the launch on week. Wednesday, then testing at Phillip Island on Thursday. That must be exciting in itself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to the test day to see how those Mustangs roll out. Um, you know, there's a few few unknowns within the sport at the minute. You know, there's the balance of power between the, the Mustang and the... the the ZB Commodore, and as long as it's you know as what they as what everyone had last year, it'd be it'll be it'll be a good fight at the end of the year. There's a few technical rule changes, no twin springs, so it's back to the old linear springs, and we've done a test day on that, and it's probably going to help our car 
uh, a lot, so um, I'm looking forward to it. All right, wonderful. Um, so you had a pretty good year last year. You, you've certainly finished in the top five of the points. Yep. And uh, you had wins. Yep. Um, and you certainly showed at Bathurst that you've lost nothing <laughs> in the way of pace. Um, but uh, not quite to be. But one of the terrific things for your team is the continuity you've got of so much of the engineering group, yep. the management group. Yep. That there's very little that you needed to actually uh, get done or do. Right. It's not done. Yeah. So um, it's not done yet. Uh, we're we're looking forward to a really good, really good 2019. You know, we've still got a lot of continuity in the team. We've still got the same. Um, the same engineer, the same bunch of... It's basically the same group we've had for the, for a couple of years now. Uh, and I'm, you know, Every time we hit the track, we learn. We learn more about the car, we learn more about each other and how to work better as a team, and we're only building on that. So you know, the success from last year was only a small part of hopefully what's is to come this year. OK. Now tell me, uh, you must have set some goals uh, for yourself. Can you enlighten us on any of those? Oh, we set the same goals, to win the championship, win, win more, pole more, Podium more. That's always the same same goal. Realistically, uh, you know, if we can finish in the top three in the championship, I think we, that's a that's a big step forward than we were last year. So, um, if we if we can constantly mix it with the two top teams, which we did last year, but do it more so this year, I think that's a successful day, or a successful year. So, well, I, I was talking to Anton shortly before, and uh, I certainly believe he's one that's going to be stepping into a press conference or two as a could be. Yep. awaits. Could be. I'm sure that you uh, will be back there again to give us your view on the world. <laughs> It's what I do best. Absolutely. Always got to, everyone else gets in there and says boring things, so that's why I try and make them enjoyable. You, you add something to every one of those, David, and we look forward to it. No worries, thank you. So thank you for your time. Dave Reynolds on Inside no worries, Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. We're here at the launch of Penrite Erebus team in Federation Square in Melbourne, and we're with Anton Di Pasquale, coming off a, a great season where you showed lots and lots of pace. Um, welcome on board. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it's obviously always good to go into your next year. Um, we're at the launch today so of our new cars, our sort of new branding, so it's, uh, it's quite a good day so far. Well, I'm sure it'll remain quite a good week and quite a good year for you. So it must be good to be getting back into the same car for New Year. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good to have a continuity going forward. Um, same, it's the same team around us, same cars, you know, the same teammate and, and, and so on. So to have that continuity and a, a unit moving forward is, uh, is good and you know, we we kept getting better as the year went on last year, so hopefully carry that into into this year and just keep improving and um, keep punching. Now there were many times that you showed your colours well and truly this year. Probably the biggest one was a, a shootout at Bathurst. That was pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Any time you get into the shootout, my first one was at Darwin. It's a, it's quite a special thing, especially when you used to watch. That was always the most exciting thing I used to watch when I was sort of as, as a fan back when I was not racing supercars so to get part of that it's uh, quite special you get the whole crowd you know everyone's watching you do what you want and at the same time it's quite nerve wracking um, so to do that at Bathurst I think was a very special moment and to do it the way I did it was, was quite cool yes indeed indeed um, and uh, you'd raced before at Bathurst but only in the development series in Super 2s you'd race also at Newcastle in Super 2s and that must have been a whole new world jumping in and doing it there in the main game yeah massive difference um obviously massive events but when you're always a support category you never get that same event feel so when you're the main show um you get a lot of the you know, massive amount of fan support you're doing parade laps and things like that so to be a part of all that's quite cool um and then going there with with Erebus is you know obviously the cars 
very fast, so you're in a good position to get a good result. Yeah. I mean, one of the delightful things for you was that you pushed Dave, and he actually acknowledged you on several occasions, came out and said, you know, Anton's helping me enormously, improving his racing, improving his car. That must have been very good for you as well, your own feeling about yourself. Yeah, it's awesome to have someone like Dave, you know, he, to say I'm complimenting what he's doing and helping him and, and making him work for it a bit harder. And for a two-car team, that's what you want. That's what all the all the best teams and the leading teams down pit lane are doing. So you don't have two drivers fighting each other at the same time, fighting everyone else um, to improve each other and, and work you up the ranks. So um, that was working good last year. Hopefully I can push him a lot harder this year. And, um, yeah. One of the things that was a delight last year was seeing you team up with a very uh, fast young man and teammate in Will Brown. I see he's here today. You must be pleased to have him back as your, your co-driver. Yeah, it's good. Uh, last year, Will was fast, was, and we did every enduro was our first one and our first one together. So I think going into the next year will be a little bit easier for us, but at the same time, um, we have to obviously be fast, and I think the results should hopefully go well in the race we always go in the qualifying always good there and then he raced quite well and then a few things everything happened and you sort of fall back so as you go there for the next year I think you've nutted all the, all the little things and, uh, and, we, and we should go well wonderful wonderful so have you set any goals for yourself for this year um goal, oh, there's always goals as a racer you always want to win and yeah, beat yeah. everybody and you, you want to be better than everybody yeah. so that's always there but at the same time um, last year, you know, consistently was almost qualified in the top 10, so it was the back half of the year. So if I can keep doing that and then make sure I, I finish where I am, if not better, I think that's a main goal for me. Yep. Um, so that's when I qualify sixth or something to finish sixth or fifth yep. or seventh or something rather than 10th, 11th. So um, I, I would have thought a podium as well within your capabilities. That was I, was I was getting there. So I think last year there's a couple of chances where we actually could have snuck a podium if we did the some things a bit different, but um, I think I think this year, you know, based off speed, we should be fast. So if I do my job properly, um, I think a podium is, is possible. There's no reason why it isn't. Dave won a fair few races last year, so there's no reason why it can't happen for me too. I mean, one of the terrific things that you have in your corner is a terrific engineering group in that um, it was a brand new car. Um, well, not brand new, but it was yeah. certainly a, a, an update that was changed the car quite quite a lot from where it had been, the balance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you showed and your team showed the same sort of capabilities as a triple eight yeah. in getting your, your, your heads around it and getting it working and doing that pretty early. That was must be pleasing for you. Yeah, it's good. Um, we have a, quite a small engineering group, but... There's a lot of brain it's power. There's a lot of brain power. The, the brain power within that small group is massive. So, and everyone works together, and we all all want to achieve the same things. And we're not really fighting each other. So I'm not trying to beat Dave necessarily. He's not trying to beat me. We're just trying to beat everyone else first, and then we worry about each other later. Yeah. So to have that kind of mentality, I think, is really good. And you know, it's it's also back to basics and things like that. We don't try and we don't end up too far. In, into a whole chasing something we um everyone's everyone's pretty realistic and sort of keep everyone else in check so it, it works and then like we said plenty of brain power to um make the cars fast and then up to me and david to do our jobs now you're a melbourne lad your parents own a market garden is mm-hmm. that correct yeah we're farmers out west of melbourne yeah 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 do you do you get to work there sometimes do you get going to man yeah well I'm, I, I still live at home on the farm um so if dad ever needs a hand is down on manpower or he's, he's feeling a bit quick himself I'll, I'll go help him um, help him out cut some cauliflowers drive the tractor whatever I've got to do so um, not as much these days as what I used to but 
whenever there's, a, there's help needed, I'll Have I'll you got any go. other projects uh, coming up? Um, not necessarily, just, just normal. Just Obviously, we are testing on uh, Thursday, so once that starts, we're pretty full on into the year and working with the engineering group to make, obviously, by the time we get Adelaide, we want the best result possible. So at the moment, just concentrating on uh, the supercars. And then at the same time, I did the Bathurst 12-hour the other last weekend. So to I think to get in, some more of that going will be quite cool. Um, more racing, the better. So I just, just want to be in a car, really. All right. Well, awesome. we look forward to uh, watching your progress. And I'm pretty sure at some stage this year that I'm going to be hearing your voice from a press conference. So congratulations on 2018, showing the speed you had. And I'm sure that'll bolt in again and uh, you'll be back into it. So thank you to Anton Di Pasquale on Inside Supercars. Awesome. Thank you. We're here with Will Brown, who is co-driver of 99. Helped Anton to have a great year um, at the back end in the Enduros. You're doing much the same again this year. Yeah, looking forward to it. To, uh, to be signed and Erebus have everything sorted so early is really good. It uh, gives us good progression into the year and uh, I'm just keen to get back into it with them. They're an awesome team. It's like a family and uh, no, it's just been great. One of the things that was uh, so emphatic this year was obviously you benefited from running in your own Eggleston run team in, in Super yep. 2. That's happening again for you. Yeah, that's. I'm actually really looking forward to this year. Nothing's changed. I'm with the same team, so it gives you a bit of grounding. You know all the people in the team. You're not changing anything. So I'm looking forward to Super 2. We want to win the championship. We're hungry for it. So I'm going to be trying as hard as we can for that. And then in Anton's car, we're doing the best job we can for him. So that's what I'll be doing. Now, you've picked up a few titles of your own um, through the years. I mean, you're starting in go-karts. Yeah, started in go-karts. So I started a lot later than most people. I started when I was 13. Oh, did old man. yeah. <laughs> did three, three, four years of that and then stepped up into cars. So, yeah, yeah loving it. Yeah, okay. Now, you won uh, Formula 4? Yeah, I won the Formula 4 championship in 2016, the Toyota 86 championship. And uh, the Formula 4, I came second, but I missed the first round. So I was 58 points down and I lost it by eight points. Oh, my So it yeah, would have been good to win. But the Formula 4 one's probably the one I've always wanted to win. If you have a look at the pedigree of drivers that have won Formula 4, uh, that's probably the, the one that I, I wish I could have won. Well, uh, you know, the titles are one thing, but having the speed to show it is another, and you certainly have that. Um, you, you have an excitement about you in your in your racing and in, in what you do. Um, that's one of the things I imagine that you and Anton will benefit enormously from because you're now going and doing something you've done once before. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know each other a lot better now as well. We. we Oh, you know, we raced against each other, but we didn't know each other very well, and we're we're good mates now. So, looking forward to going racing with you know a, a friend, and uh, you know we, we enjoy what we do. So, hopefully, we can have an awesome year. Now, you'll be down there on the launch uh, test day. Yeah, sure. Well, I've got uh, I've got three days testing this week. Actually, I've got a uh, Super Two on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday at Winton, and then I'll be down at the launch on Thursday. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Well, you should be well and truly tuned up by Thursday. Thursday yeah, that's Thursday. right. I should be ready by uh, by Adelaide. I'm actually down here. I've come down from Toowoomba for three weeks just to get ready. Me and Anton will jump on the simulator and push each other along, try beat each other's times and see how we go. Alright, well it's been talking to Will Brown who uh, backs up again this year in Super 2 with Eggleston's as well as being a uh, co-driver with Anton in the 99 Penrite Erebus. Thanks Will. Thanks for having me. Thank you. After the break, DJR Team Penske and their launch.
Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. This year in Formula 3, I think, is a fantastic environment for me to be doing that. However, I believe for myself, uh, a sustainable career in tin tops such as Fiat Supercars in Australia is where I see myself. Second crack at the Australian title since we've been back and a bit unlucky the first time that we end up with a win there at Speedway City uh, two weeks ago. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation, post your thoughts on our Facebook page and to ask a question, email insiders at sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. We're here post-launch in Port Melbourne with Scott McLaughlin, the 2018 Australian no Touring Car Champion. No, no, no one. No, you've got zero points yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, All happened last year. So, welcome back, and uh, you'll be looking forward to a season getting out on Thursday. Yeah, it's, um, you know, just to have the new beast going out there and having a crack at it, it's going to be awesome, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think the team's excited, and, and, and definitely nothing stale about, you know, trying to go back-to-back. It's going to be excited. you in this car. Yep, yep. I've been uh, Philippine. We did the Manufacturer's Day. Um, but it was a little bit of a different balance at that stage because uh, just with the you know the aero test we could just try and change a few things as well um, you know to make sure it worked yeah, and we got the best balance for parity and stuff for supercars so we had to change a couple of things but it was very close. Yeah. It must be exciting to have a test day actually at Phillip Island because it doesn't happen often, does it? Yeah, and it's a great track for testing. You know, fast. Um, the tyres don't degrade, so you can do a lot of laps on the one tyre. Um, you know, a lot of fast corners, long straights. Big brakes um, and, and, and tight hairpins. And adding to that, the wind is a factor too. So that's big for aero and, and, and wash and all that sort of stuff. So it's very exciting. Yes, indeed. Now, um, very little in the team has changed. Um, if anything, there might have been some minor engineering changes nah, there. But... It's all the same. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool. That's and cool. so the one thing you have to do, which is the same as Triple Eight did last year, and that was make a new car work from day one. Yeah. And it's easier said than done, you know. It's going to be a lot of hard work behind the scenes, still going on, um, even back at the workshop. This car that's here today is actually just our show car, so we've um, all, our, our, all our cars are still yet to come down from um, from Queensland, so they're working hard behind the scenes to make sure that works and make sure that everything's in tip-top shape, you know, come Thursday, because Thursday is really one of the most important days of the year for us to get everything working, so um, we'll see how, see how we go. Um, Alex, of course, won't be at the test on Thursday. Um, but, you know, that's a great thing for you. That now, is it four years or five years that you've been together? Yeah, yeah, about, uh, probably longer than that, actually. So, uh, 14, 15, Miss 16, 17, 18, yeah, five years. Yeah. So, um, it's it's uh, very cool. He's When he came back, it was 2016, get have him with have him with me in 2017, you know, finally saw the light, came back and hung out again and... It was a lot of fun. Yeah, indeed. Mm. And, of course, you got a lot of history together. Yep, yeah, we're, we're, we're ex-teammates from GRM. Um, and he's a, to be honest, he's, he's, a, he's a great friend great friend of mine. So, um, you know, it's very cool to race, you know, the biggest races of your lives um, with one of your good friends. Now, as an ex-GRM driver, I'm going to ask you for a comment now. What was the biggest shock over the summer? And that was Garth's retrenching. Oh, I think the suddenness of it, yeah, um, was pretty big. But there's always you know different stories that you don't hear behind the scenes why it was happening. Um, 
but yeah, it's a big call. Obviously, you know, Boost is it's it's when GRM have lost a sponsor, it's hard to keep the keep the the, the you know sports built around money and money coming in. So I guess I had to make a tough decision. Obviously, the Boost wanted to stand away, and that's how it went. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a shock for everyone, but uh, I think Garth probably landed in a pretty good role, regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, as somebody who you know, you, you'd be considered one of the hard racers in the paddock. You would have enjoyed racing against Garth over the years. Yeah, oh, he, you know, he's one of the one of the one of the only guys that when he was in your mirrors that you were like, you know, this is going to be tough, you know? especially on a safety car restart. He was. Absolutely phenomenal on restarts and starts themselves. Um, I, I, you know, he, if you stayed in front of Garth after a start when he was behind you, you were doing well. Yeah. So he was—he's a very good racer and, and very smart, I mind you. You mightn't have heard, which I actually haven't told Fabian this, that um, did Garth was asked, did he have any regrets? And oh, the one yeah. regret that he actually said was that 2017 at Service Paradise when he put yeah. Fabian in the wall. Yeah. Which was, you know, terrific of him to highlight it. Yeah, I mean, you get asked the question, and obviously he would have been thinking about a few things, you know, over the off-season. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's obviously, you know, it was on his mind. But, um, yeah, that was, yeah, it was a pretty bad incident, that one. Yeah, okay. Now, you're... Uh, had a great Christmas break, I imagine. Not only the fact that you're wandering through the, as the champion, but also with your betrothed, your fiance. <laughs> um, when is, is it? You set a date yet? Or? Yeah, oh, so December this year. Uh, we're getting married. Basically, uh, uh, it's actually 13th of December, Friday the 13th. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, New Zealand, uh, no, no, we're going to be married in um, Malibu, California. Oh, right. And um, and yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a cool thing. So. It's a bit of a half and half for everyone. Like she's from New York, so uh, the family's got to fly about six hours, and then my family's probably got to fly about thirteen hours. But um, it's the best of both worlds for everyone, so it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, it should be indeed. Um, and obviously, looking forward to the new season, the new car. Um, are there any elements that have changed for you apart from the body shape? Uh, look, obviously for everyone, it's going from the twin spring to the linear spring. Um, it's going to be different. Uh, have, you, have you tried it at all? Yeah, I've run I've run linear spring, uh, you know, in this car before. Like, it's not going to be too different. It's just some tracks that I preferred the twin spring over. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's going to be different, but at the end of the day, it's the same for everyone. So I guess in some ways, pace wise, I personally personally I actually think Erebus will be quite strong because I know that they used to run a linear setup all the time. So I think they'll they'll probably be ahead of the game more than anyone else, but I think you'll find you know us triple eight will get on top of it pretty quickly and we'll see how we go. All right. Well, we look forward to catching up with you uh, post uh, Thursday. Yep. After the test, after you've been out there, and look forward to the launch, which happens on Wednesday. Yep. Are you and everyone else has got to be there? I understand. Yeah, yeah. It'd be pretty awkward if the reigning champ didn't turn up to that one. So yeah, I better, yeah. I better turn up to that. And um, no, no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big week. I've got a lot of things going on in Melbourne, but you know, Melbourne's my ex home, so I, I love going and seeing everyone and catching up. So it'll be a fun week. Well, it's been wonderful chatting to you, uh, Scotty McLaughlin, yep. in the 2018. <laughs> Virgin Australia Touring Car Sweet, isn't it? Sweet, isn't it? Cheers, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Tony Whitlock here at Inside Supercars with Dick Johnson. Moments after the Shell Mustang has been exposed to the world. You've been looking at it for a while. It's very impressive. Mate, I've seen it from the ground up, and obviously it's a supercar chassis, etc. underneath, yeah. but uh, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a journey getting the car to this point because there, there, there were 
there were some interesting um, challenges along the way, but I think the end result is, is yeah, what we expected. It, it's almost uh, since your day of driving a Mustang in the series in the Australian Touring Car Championship, it's almost that long since there's been a two-door car in it. Well, yeah, I suppose uh, the Mazda was a two-door car if you want to yeah. go back then. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. That's and, 80s uh, and, though, isn't it? And so was the Sierra. Yeah. And that's into the 90s. But, yeah. Um, look, I, I think it's the only way that we could really go with uh, to keep the, the infamous Ford badge on the front of it. And, yep. And I think that's one of the uh, one of the most prominent things about Ford is the fact that it doesn't matter where it is around the world, it's that badge is the same on, yeah. a, on every yeah. single car. Yes, a very smart piece of engineering yeah. when they did that Ford badge right. It certainly was. Yeah, indeed. Now tell me, um, from what I understand, there's not a lot of changes within the team. Um, drive-wise, obviously none at all. Engineering-wise, you've got some changes there? Uh, not really. I think we've added someone to the to the uh, to the current team mm-hmm. but uh, as far as there's nobody's left out of the engineering department they're all still there yeah indeed now i remember going to the opening of the Stapleton uh, headquarters i mean it, it's obviously just polished over the years and you've got everything really running super bad. well it's it's had a very very large can of polish i can assure you <laughs> uh, and at the end of the day it's it's a facility that we built back in uh, in 98 yep. we first moved in in march 98 so um, it's it served its purpose very well. I didn't think that we'd ever get to the point where we could fill it, but we are absolutely busting at the seams, even to the point where we've had to move the engine shop out of there. Oh, really? Oh, that's and up the road now. It's, it's across the road, yeah. yeah. And um, but all in all, it's it's a very good facility and very functional. So yeah. we we did a good job when we first designed it. Yeah, indeed. I can remember it was quite revolutionary at the time yeah. when you opened it. Yeah, it, it was. way ahead of anybody else had done. Yeah, it was, and uh, that was sort of hopefully planning a little bit for the future, and the future's caught up with us. Okay. Now, um, you obviously had a museum there. Um, you run your own internal work parts, works parts, yep. things like that. You do your own, uh, not totally, but uh, carbon fibre and composites? Yeah, we do, virtually we do everything, uh, bar the, the actual manufacturing the composites. We do yep. all the repair work and things there. Yep. But um, all, all the engineering and the machine work and even in, in the, uh, the, all the printing, all the graphics, yep. um, the whole lot of the, the painting, the, the panel beating, the painting, etc. Everything is done in-house. There's no plans to go off and do other series or other categories, is there? Hey, we've got a handful of what we got. Yep, yep. And when you're doing it well, you're doing it well. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you don't need to sort of focus, um, take, take your eye off the ball where it is now because uh, we're in a pretty good space at the moment now, and that's where we want to stay. Now, you would have looked at the numbers, not literally going through all the data, but, I mean, I've got to believe that given that your car, the chassis, the engine, all worked so well last year, over the last three years it has, but that all works so well that now putting a new body on it, what you've seen so far, there's no reason that that's going to stop, is it? Absolutely not. I think you'll find that um, you know, this car will be competitive and that's just the way the supercar's parity system works. And irrespective of, of what model you bring in, uh, they should be comparable with any other car in the field. Yeah. Now, one of the great things was for, this, for the series that you had a, a super competitive year against the ZB. Now, there's no reason to believe that you guys can't do with this what was done with the other with the Commodore. Well, hopefully, you know, we. I felt last year that we did extremely well with what we had. 
Um, and that was due to the fact that we we wrung the, the neck of the, the poor it was old a five-year design. Yeah, it's been around for a long time, and, and things move on. And, and hopefully uh, that's the ground that we've sort of hopefully picked up in this car. Okay. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing the car roll out this Thursday, seeing it on track, because there's one thing seeing a car static in a showroom, and you go, oh, well, that's good, but yeah. on a track is where they belong. Well, exactly, and uh, you know, I think the, the proof will be in the pudding. Maybe not so much when we get to uh, Phillip Island, because it's really the car's done no testing or anything, yep. but come Adelaide, that's when we're looking forward. Well, I certainly look forward to being there and uh, seeing the car amongst the rest of its uh, peers. So thank you for your time on Inside Supercars, Dick Johnson. Pleasure, mate. The launch of the 2019 Mustang and its new livery for Shell. Welcome back to Ryan's Story. Hi, Tony. Wonderful to be here. It's uh, a great moment for your team, although you're not unveiling with one on it. It does have a one out of seven. Well, this is, the, this is the sixth time that the reigning champ has, uh, has continued uh, with the 17 the following year, so uh, Scott's following in Dick's tradition there, which is something very special, and it means a lot to the Johnson family, means a lot to all of us too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think ownership of a uh, competition number is a wonderful thing, you know, rather than just saying, oh, well, Bolton won. Which, it's, an, it's an iconic number through all the things that, uh, that Dick, 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 Dick has done with it over the years. And, and there uh, aren't many of them there now. No, there's not. No, no there's indeed. not. Now, tell me, uh, you had a great Christmas... And um, the new year, obviously a very busy time for the engineering and mm. manufacturing and all those sort of things, but not a lot of changes within the team other than obviously the body shape. That's pretty much it. We're very fortunate to have really good staff retention and we look after our people. It's a, it's a big part of what we do and it's a big part of, of our, of our organisational culture. So not a lot of changes within the organisation. We've got continuity with our drivers, continuity with our Pertec Enduro Cup driver lineup as well. So we're pretty excited by that. The biggest challenges have been exactly as you say, engineering challenges and and getting these cars built. Yeah, okay. Um, so with so few changes, I mean, obviously you can't wait for Thursday to roll around. You obviously have to, but. Um, it's a wonderful thing for, for Scotty to be in a situation now, you know, having had the 2017 he did and the 2018, that he's grown that much more. He has. He's, he's done a tremendous job. He's, he's grown grown as a driver and grown as a man. I think there's no question about that. And uh, you know, if, we, if we give him, if we if we, if we can get our, our head around this car, there's no reason to think that uh, we can return Scott and Fabian to the winner's circle quickly and, and hopefully continue our form from last year and try and defend the championship. That's certainly what the aim of the game is. One of the things that was so obvious last year was how quickly ZB, and it wasn't just one team because it was Triple Eight, Brad Jones and uh, someone else, I don't know who the other one was, oh Erebus, who all got their head around the the new Commodore. Mm. Um, Obviously the the under the, the, the body is all the same and that was very successful for you. So it's really just a question of learning the balance of the car and the new shape. Do you think you can do that as well as Triple Eight did? Well, it remains to be seen. I think they've certainly had, uh, had had a lot of experience over the years in coming out of the box with new cars and, and being successful with them straight away. It's been a new challenge for us. It's the first time we've been a homologating team. It's the first time we've been effectively responsible for the design of a, of a new car. So it's, a, it's new ground for us. There's a lot of people within our organisation who have got experience... Uh, on, on this side of the ledger, but uh, for us as an organisation, it's uncharted territory. Including, so, including Ludo, of course, who played a part in the Falcon originally. Absolutely. So for, for us, we have to manage expectations certainly early on, and it's going to take us a little while to get our head around this car and to, to, to find success with it, but we have absolutely no doubt of, of, of what the car's pedigree will be and what it's capable of. It's just a matter of us doing the right, doing, doing, doing a good job and, 
and understanding it and making sure that we're uh, turning up to the track and, and rolling, rolling the things out of the truck get competitive. I imagine your expectations will be posting those wins and podiums right through the year, showing the, the, the way in qualifying as, as he's done, as Scotty's done for the last two years. Um, there's no reason to think that he's lost any of that speed over the summer. He, he certainly won't, but it's, uh, like I said, it's going to take us a bit of time to get the car right. And we're under no illusions of, of how much of a challenge that will be. I mean, we're up against some pretty fierce competition. And we're fortunate enough to uh, take the big trophy away last year. But uh, for us to continue that form, we have to continue to raise our game. Because uh, whilst we've been building these cars, our opposition haven't exactly been resting either. Now, uh, apart from obviously uh, racing under lights in Perth, which hasn't been done before, um, and uh, the change in the, the enduro format, where Bathurst is first, Apart from that, the, the formats run pretty well right through the year. Are there any major sort of changes that you see happening through the formats at all? The interesting, the interesting one will be uh, the, seeing, seeing more of the knockout qualifying format with the sprint events, which I think is exciting, and I think the, uh, the, the fans really, really like that. And, uh, and for us, some of the logistical challenges, particularly around the back-to-back with Phillip Island and Tasmania, that will be a, a big challenge for particularly for, Queensland for, team, for the yeah. Queensland teams. But uh, there's a lot to look forward to this year, a lot, lot of excitement and uh, certainly uh, high anticipation for us in, in terms of trying to emanate and, uh, and replicate the success of 2018. Well, I look forward to on a semi-regular basis. I'm not going to be there on every one, but on a semi-regular basis... Talking with Ryan's story about TJR Team Penske, and we look forward to seeing the uh, white, red, and yellow crossing the line and crossing it probably in the first position on a few occasions. Yeah, hopefully, it meets the checkered flag uh, first on, 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 uh, on the odd occasion. That's what we're looking forward to. Thanks, Tony. Indeed. So, thanks to Ryan's story of DJR Team Penske. I'm here with Fabian Coulthard with his new toy sitting right beside him. Now, this is quite some car. This is this is the first time you've had. A new shape? Is it in your life? Driving one? Uh, you stumped me here. Did yeah. I do it? VF with Brad's? Maybe, yes. I think that's, I think that's the first yeah, of the yeah, body yeah. shape change. How many years have you been in the series full-time now? Full-time since 08. 08, right, okay. 11 years, wow. Yeah, yeah so that's something else. Um, a short time ago, Fabian showed me a, uh, a video he shot of his daughter. Yep. McKenzie. Doing a hacker, yeah. Yep. Well, Which I'm, is, I'm working on it. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, no, no, Australian born doing it's the hacker. He's going to be confused. It's <laughs> but so you had a great Christmas. Yeah, it was good. It's like you know, it's nice to you know unwind from you know the, the year that we had last year and just spend time with the family, back the kids. Um, you know, got away so to America. Every month is, of course, a new one for you with having now these two little ones running around. Yeah, house. it's pretty crazy, but yeah. Um, you know, you got to cherish every moment. They grow up so fast, and uh, you know yeah. we're seeing that in the in the short time that the, that we've had the the kids. That you know everything happens fast, and all the new milestones and things like that is uh, pretty cool. So um, yeah, really enjoying it. So they've learned to fly, but you took them to the states. No, I didn't. It was just me that went. So oh, the just kids you didn't went. come. Yeah. So Beck and the kids stayed home. Yeah. All right. They so... would have frozen. It was like <laughs> minus seven in Charlotte. Yeah, that's not a lot of fun. Okay, so. Now you've got this week, you've got the launch on a Wednesday and then down to Phillip Island, which I'm sure is a favourite track of yours. I love Phillip Island. It's um, the next best to Bathurst. Uh, yeah, It's fast flowing, you know, it's got elevation change, which, you know, as a driver is exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's that's cool. Looking forward to getting there. Driving the Mustang um, in its current configuration for the first time, which 
will be exciting as well. So um, I think it looks the part. So obviously half, half the battle is having it look the part, and hopefully it goes just as well. Have you got a road car? I do. And it is a? Mustang. Wonderful. Yeah. What's and the spec red. of it? What is it? Uh, it's the 5-litre V8. Uh, it's the Auto? all singing and dicey, mate. I'm lazy. I had an RS Focus. Um, <laughs> And I took it back last week and, and picked up the Mustang, and I've gone for the 10-speed auto. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty crazy, a 10-speed auto, isn't it? It is. It's awesome on fuel. Um, yes. You know, we've got shell fuel to put in it as well, so... Um, yeah, it's very economical, which is uh, pretty cool. Okay, now you've been at DJR Team Penske for this your fourth year. Yes, it is. Um, and obviously, very comfortable there. Yep. Um, the, the team does things for you in a certain way that you haven't had before. Oh, it's just uh, you know you you want to align yourself with iconic brands and you know and iconic people and you know to be able to say that you know you've won races for Roger Penske, Dick Johnson. You know, the whole organisation is upbeat, the morale, the vibe there is awesome. Uh, they look after us as drivers, you know, so it's, you know, it's everything you, know, you could ask for. So, you know, we have great fast cars on the racetrack. You know, as a driver, you want to win races, and you know, here we're able to do that. Okay. Now, um, you, you got to the States this time. You went to Daytona, yep. um, where Penske were racing. So you hung out in their pit. Yes, yeah, we, uh, the sports cars were running, you know, the Acura um, sports cars. So, you know, just to be part of it, you know, they, they, we're very much part of their family. You know, we were in Charlotte prior to that, you know, filming the Penske Games. And you know, we basically, they opened the doors for us. You know, we were allowed to walk through all the departments unassisted. You know, everyone knew what we were doing, why we were there and everything like that. And we're very much part of you know, that organisation, which is you know, pretty awesome. So we're their little brother down here in Australia. Um, but yeah, to go and see how they do things is uh, you know, definitely on another level. Okay. All right. Well, I look forward to being at Phillip Island and talking to you after you've done some laps. You have done very few laps, haven't you? I did a little bit um, when we were quantifying the aero package. Yep. Um, but yeah, I haven't done anything with once since it's been quantified. So right, well, I'll make a, to it. make a booking for Thursday afternoon and have a chat. I've got an early flight, so you'll You've have got to an early flight. Well, I yeah. make sure I will be. And uh, so we've been talking on Inside Supercars with Fabian Coulthard and DJR Team Penske, car number 12. Perfect. Wonderful. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. And, you know, every, every year I see Jackie's Cure Grand Prix and I just remind myself... Of, of his part in, in starting the, the path to safer cars. Dissecting the sport with interviews, news and opinion. Jack Brabham certainly left his mark, not only on Australian motorsport, but motorsport all around the world. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation. Post your thoughts on our Sport Radio Facebook page. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. I'm here with Neil Crompton, the launch of the Penrite Erebus team. Neil, uh, pretty exciting times for this team in particular. They did a great job last year, didn't they, Tony? And obviously the expectation for them is that they want to build on that into the new season. So fourth in the team's championship last year. David uh, put together a bunch of wins, some pole positions. Anton's rookie season was very impressive. So two cars that are presented in the same livery for this year and lots of high hopes. So I think that... um, They'll be in for another good year. One of the great things, of course, any race team has is the continuity, and they have it in spades with their four drivers, engineering crew, management, very strong. Well, as you know, the business eats itself alive, so when you're not winning, there's always change, change, change. So drivers, sponsors, engineers, mechanics, management, 
it, and that's the whole nature of the, be- the beast. Um, so as you quite rightly observed, these guys had a pretty successful 2018, so they've probably seen no reason to change it. It's just refinement will be what they're up to. You know, Barry leads a, a good group of people who know what they're doing. They've got a great engineering group, and both drivers are highly credentialed and highly qualified, and I'm sure they'll do a good job. Now, the season, there's been a few modifications. I mean, you know, changes in dates and things like that. But fundamentally, it, it looks pretty well the same. Certainly, we've arrived at race lengths, which are, are all well and considered, and no change there. Uh, 15 rounds for this new season, and uh, racing in Perth under lights for the first time, so that'll be fun. Yep. And uh, starting in Adelaide, winding up again in Newcastle, and um, we're racing everywhere again with the exception of the ACT, so it's always nice to be able to go to every state and territory in the country bar one, and uh, off to New Zealand again as well. So a little bit of shuffling. Sandown comes later in the year, but as you say, largely much the same as it's been in, in recent years, and, and uh, lots to look forward to. I mean, in the last several seasons, we've had these fantastic finishes, which have been really exciting, no matter who you barrack for. So hopefully we get another one of those and it'll be close and we go all the way to Newcastle and we don't know who's going to win. Indeed. And speaking of things uh, changing much the same, are we looking at much the same for uh, Ten and Fox? Uh, I, you know, people ask me, and it sort of sounds strange, because I work for supercars, it's hard for me to know what Ten and Fox are programming. So supercar media makes what you see and 10 and Fox air what you see uh, but on my side it'll be every practice every qualifying and every race as it's been in recent years so there's all you can eat supercars and um, so nothing really changes in, in uh, our world but I, 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 in truth I can't actually honestly answer the question because I'm not sure how they program it Alright well it would be remiss of me even though you started your career on television with Channel 7 it would be remiss of me to miss an acknowledgement of the passing in, in, of Mike Audsent. Um in, the, in January he died um, quite suddenly from what I understand uh, in fact, I spoke to Murray Lomax just recently. He was going to be having a meeting with him on the Tuesday after he died on the Monday. So Murray was quite uh, quite shocked by it. I imagine you as well. It was really sad. Those that uh, have come to know and love uh, motor racing and observe all that's great about it, um, I would debt of gratitude to Mike because in the 90s when he was at Network 10, he identified the need for motor racing on the channel and uh, he was really at ground zero, at the foundation level of building what became the home of motorsport in that very productive period where it was very healthy for motorsport and the coverage of all sorts of things, supercars, Formula 1, IndyCar, off-road, rally championship, world rally championship, those things were always um, uh, greatly received by, by the Australian motorsporting public. So Mike was a big part of it. Um, I went to his funeral just in this past week and saw lots of old motorsport friends and, yeah, it's a very sad to, to lose somebody of his calibre and lovely man and big contribution. Indeed. Well, thanks very much. Not to end it on a sad note, but just wanted to remember Mike because he was such a wonderful person and such a fan of motorsport. But you're, you've got a great year coming up. Yep. I look forward to uh, hearing your voice on the, on the set throughout the year and uh, thank you for your time today, Neil. No worries. My pleasure. Always good to catch up. Thanks, mate. Thank you. That's it from me. And that's a good night from him. Good night. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.